Yeah, I am Liam, I am recording. So let me tell you what's going on. That was the first voice you heard was Liam, my brother. Then you heard, I think probably a little bit of my dad, Ellie, my girlfriend, and my dad, my dad, I, that's two separate. No, no, don't talk to you. <laughs> that's what they're thinking as well, probably. That's mainly the comments that I get. You understand me though, don't you, listeners? Well, I need to get the dollop done, so my idea was... Yes. So will this go on? Well, this bit, your incredulity <laughs> will make it. Incredulous Irene, you should be known as. I'll keep the trap No, 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 because my plan was I was going to just walk off, do a little recording, and then come back to the fold. To recap, Liam, my brother, my dad, Ellie, my girlfriend, and... Watch the stops, everyone. And... And that's Irene. I know, I'm... Ellie got hold of Ellie's hand. If she goes down the steps, I can feel it. And there's the sound of seagulls in the background because we are on Hartlepool's headland. Would you like to describe the headland to people um, using three words, two of which should be adjectives, the third being a noun? Well, at the moment it's quite... Oh, hang on a minute, that's ridiculous. <laughs> two adjectives and a noun is all I asked for, Ellie. Read the brief. Let's try again. Airy. Quiet. Uh, solid. Solid isn't a noun. Actually, it could be a noun, couldn't it? Yeah. A solid. A solid. Uh, but well, you wouldn't necessarily describe it like that. You have a little think, and I'll come back to you at the end for two adjectives and a noun. You get yourself off. Okay. Meanwhile, we came up on the train from Sheffield. Part of that journey was York to Hartlepool on the Grand Central train. I haven't ridden on the Grand Central train for a while. Oh, oh, we're going somewhere. Where are we heading now? Sandwell Gate. Oh, the Sandwell Gate, as made famous, of course, in the Jungen song, Beneath the Sandwell Gate. So maybe we could have a little bit of that playing in right now, perhaps. I'll continue this story a little bit later on. If you go down the steps of the Sandwell Gate at the moment, you'll end up in the water. Well, they don't need to know that. We'll just pretend we're beneath the See, this would be wonderful, Irene, because I would have your description saying about the lifeboats and then I could have the boats rolling in on the song. But unfortunately, Dad's talking about a cafe that's closed <laughs> in the background. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, we'll walk. <laughs> <laughs> OK. You don't I'll, feel so you've lost some well, weight. Well, <laughs> I don't know. some of Ellie's cakes. Well, I've had, oh, we've had some cake. It was wonderful. Oh, I said you've lost weight. Hang on a minute. I said you need some Ellie? cakes. Ellie? Yeah. We've gotten to the subject of cakes now. Cakes, yes. Mind these steps. Yes, mind the steps, mind the steps everybody. <laughs> We're not going to, not back to the stairs again. Oh, we had enough of stairs in the, we'll in the other dollop. Soon. Describe your cake. Honey and fennel cake is what we've Hun had. Yeah, honey and fennel cake. With, so people can um, follow along at home. So you toast some fennel seeds and either lemon thyme or I did thyme with lemon zest because I couldn't get any lemon thyme. And then there's grated fennel in it and squeeze some of the water out of it and add it into your basic sponge mix. I made a honey and lemon syrup to drizzle on it. There's a cream cheese and honey icing that's gone on top. And there should be edible flowers, but I did not plan ahead enough. <laughs> so I could only get a couple and they taste like lettuce, so we're going to ignore them. Okay. Oh, there's some wading birds. 
which is an odd addition to the cake, <laughs> I have to say. I know, but some people think you it adds quite, a bit of flair. Yeah, like Heston Blumenthal, you know, <laughs> that maverick approach. It all sounds yeah. fine, and then, and then a couple of wading birds thrown on that top. Well, at least there's some edible flowers. Yeah. <laughs> I think, potentially, this dollop could be like the other dollops, yeah. where not only have I not told the two stories that I was planning <laughs> on saying, but I'm also not going to be telling the stories that I then thought I was going to be telling today, because no. I was talking about the train, the Grand Central train, and we've... Diverted <laughs> ever so slightly. Onto everything else. Right, go on, you, yeah. you walk ahead yeah. and I'll continue, continue to tell what I was talking about. Talking of birds, by which I mean, I'm not referring to Ellie there, I mean waders that we were talking about. There was an odd thing that wasn't there the last time I was on a Grand Central train. We were sat on the train and we were we could hear the sound of birds and I assumed that the birds were outside. I think we, me and Ellie both assumed that the birds were outside. But then we went through a tunnel and the birds were still chirping away. And it was quite a long tunnel, and we thought, there's no birds down here. What the heck's going on? So it seems as if Grand Central trains have now started piping in the sounds of birds, which is a bit, I don't know, it's a bit odd, because I don't mind the sound of birds if they're in the background and they're outside, but it's a little bit annoying when you now know that your entire journey is just going to have this kind of chirping going on all the way through. Fun little fact for you. I mean, you can decide whether it's fun or not, but I'll tell you, it's a fact. Definitely a fact. Actually, I'm not even sure it's factually true. It's something I heard. I think it's factually true. So it may neither be fun or even factual, but I'll tell you anyway. Classic FM got its highest listenership when it was just doing test transmissions and all it was broadcasting to test that the frequency was working, to test that all the transmitters were working, was the sound of birds. And apparently, people found it so relaxing, they would tune into it, and uh, people were quite disgruntled when the actual station launched and the sounds of music could be heard instead. Anyway, so that was the first observation about Grand Central. And the other one, and I'm going to play you a clip of this, the announcements, the automated announcement. The train was going through various places, including Hartlepool, and its final stop was Sunderland. And so this is the announcement. The word Sunderland, she doesn't say the word Sunderland on the automated announcement. She sings the word Sunderland. I'm not exactly sure why. I think what she's trying to do is she's thinking, well, she's trying to give a little bit of variation in the pitch so it doesn't sound automated. But the silly thing is that Sunderland is the last stop and it's always the last stop on that route. So the train is going to Sunderland. So you need to say the word Sunderland with, with the inflection going down at the end. And Sunderland. You need to have more of a downward inflection at the end. But she doesn't do that. She sort of sings the word as if it's part of a sentence, which you wouldn't notice if it was part of a sentence, but it's never part of a sentence. It's never the, in the middle of a sentence. It's always at the end. It's always the last thing. So uh, here's the little clip for you. This is a Grand Central service for Sunderland, Carlingford, Eagles Cliff, Hartlepool, and Sunderland. Now, you might be thinking, I can't hear the birds. You're quite right, you can't hear the birds there because I moved into a different carriage because the birds were getting in the way of the announcement and that was the clearest recording that I could get there. But I'm sure you'll agree it was well worth me moving carriages so that you could get that. So she sort of sings the word Sunderland. I don't, and I'm now wondering whether she maybe had a little bit of a bet with her friends. It's like, oh, I'm going I'm to do the Grand Central train announcements. It's like, oh, go on, I bet you don't dare sing one of the stations. Of course I will, mate. Okay, I'll tell you. you've lost weight. Well, I always look as if I've lost weight, which is Well, you look it even more. How? Your face has actually oh, gone sunk in there. <laughs> the stress of being with Sean and Michael so much. Oh. Stress of being in the young'uns. Go off the edge for God's sake. There's a big drop there. Is it? Yes. All right. Sounds good, that, David. Exactly. That'll get people to sleep. 
There's a lot of people who listen to the dollops just before, while they're in bed. I've got, uh, yeah. you know, these CDs you can get for relaxation and meditation and all that. Karen's bought me one, Sea Waves. Okay. So I don't know whether you want to put some of that on it. Well, what's the point in that? We're at the sea now. Yeah, but I didn't know whether you want <laughs> And I think what could be more relaxing, you could either have a CD with just the sound of Sea Waves, or you could have the sound of the sea with a Yorkshire woman chuntering on in the background. Oh, I would. Oh, oh, could you want? Exactly. What would you say if you were charged with doing a relaxing CD, doing the voiceover? You would. I'd be very flattered. No, no I, I mean, what would you? What? what would you say if you were asked to do it now? If someone said, like "Steps, David," you would say, "Steps, David." <laughs> that is like a <laughs> hypnosis thing, where they kind of go, imagine yourself going down some steps. Oh, I know. You step do my by step. That. Did it? Imagine you're going through a gate. It must be terrible if you were like getting hypnotised, but you were in a wheelchair or something, and you know, blah, bloody hell. Is it not a lift option? Getting more and more stressed out, all these stairs. Right. Um, that was a story, that was an observation. What? What? Are you a bit drafty around the rear? Because I've got a hole in my trousers, listeners, just in case you're wondering what she's on about there. This is quite the odd dollop. I've just said I've done a dollop. Now she's asking whether I'm drafty around the rear. I mean, anybody listening, someone's just walked in and you've got this podcast on. They don't know what it is. They're just minding their own business. They happen to walk through the room. They have no idea about David's Jelly Digital Dollop. They've just heard me talking about, I've just done a dollop. And then this Yorkshire woman says, oh, you're a bit drafty around the rear. I think they're going to think, what the bloody hell are you listening to? Is it one of those relaxation tips? We could have the woman singing Sunderland over and over again as a kind of hypnotic lullaby. You were getting very strange looks. Was I? Why? He stood there fishing, yeah. casting his rod, and he oh. saw you going past and he's looking well, at Well, I'm you. casting my pod. Right, very it, worried. Come on, Irene, that was hilarious, that, because it's hey. a podcast. Oh, I know. Come on, the listeners at home. Did I have to do better than that? Surely, the thing is, nowadays, everyone walks around talking anywhere to themselves because they've got hands-free devices. So would he not oh. just assume I was on the phone? I mean, you might. It's just the way you were wafting your arms. All <laughs> oh, right, well, go ahead. You looked as though you were heading towards him as well. All <laughs> oh, right, okay. Fair enough. Excellent. Yeah, I was getting quite animated yeah, by what I was talking was about. Oh, I have to go back. Wow, really big. Ah, this is more like it, Irene. I'll put a bit of music over the top of that. That's it's like a relaxing CD now. <laughs> Two a bit more. Right, let's get a bit closer. <laughs> oh my goodness! Got to show this is that relaxing. It's more pornographic. Pornographic. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Someone would have just been falling asleep there and then that happened. Anyway, there we are. I think, is it, I think the most entertaining bit about the dollops has probably been Irene's pornographic relaxation CD and not my two stories about hearing birds on the train and the singing Sunderland thing. Have you not told them about the uh, harrowing journeys? No, I've not told them about the harrowing journeys. I don't think it would work with the sounds of the sea and Irene shuntering on in the background. I feel as if the harrowing journey story, it needs to be respected. Go on the toilet, David. 
No, if we're going home after this. Well, I don't mind. Oh, I can go to the toilet as well. <laughs> Family funding. <laughs> oh. On fire? Ah. Okay. The toilet is on fire. My goodness. Yeah, we've rang it in. Oh, look yeah. like they've just put plastic all over the floor. Like sitting from oh, the spreading it now. The yeah. 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 So. Oh well, thanks for the alert to us <laughs> before we walked into a blaze. Yeah. There we go. You can see the, um, the smoke coming out. It's coming wow. off the roof and off to the side. But because it's Shall so I put the relaxing music back on? Yeah. <laughs> but because it's so misty, because it's not really thick smoke, it's quite hard to see. So we wouldn't have noticed if you not said. It went in one by one, not come out. Oh, and that would have been an end to the a dollop and a half, <laughs> wouldn't it? Could have been the last one if you went. Yeah. Broadcast to the end. Yeah. The flames are too high. You can't get me out. And I just throw the recorder at you and say, take it and release it. My final word to the people. And I do a big speech. It must be oh, listen, oh, hear it's coming, listen. Oh, it's coming. Listen. Well, I might as well stick around. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's going to want the toilet when the fireman's holes. Well, I'd have to say, I didn't think it was going to be so dramatic. Oh, it's it's exciting stuff, isn't it? <laughs> someone, it's almost like someone knew we were going to be recording and they're like, we need to spice this up a little yeah. bit. He's just talking about birds on the train. So the fire engine's turned up in a pretty quick, pretty quick turnaround time, in fairness. There's two, two fire engines. He's got up to the door and now the door has got more smoke billowing out of it because I think they must have opened it. Before there was just a little bit of smoke coming out of a an outlet pipe at the back and a bit coming out through the roof. And now that the door's open, there's quite a lot of smoke. And yeah, we're getting the hose out. They're called fire women. <laughs> oh, well, is that it? Oh, it's gone out. It's, it's gone done. Out. Well, well, we should maybe give them an applause. Well, yeah. Yeah. That bloke's fishing away, he's totally oblivious. <laughs> <laughs> he's still scared of me. I finish, turn around and find the whole place is oblivious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to pop to the toilet. <laughs> yeah. You can just imagine him before. Oh, I'll just do a bit of fishing first and I'll go to the toilet. Ten minutes later, you won't be getting a tackle out here, sir. No. Uh, Nottingham Comedy Festival's new end of the year 2018, my friends. Undeniably funny. Undeniably funny. Sussex. Times, or whatever it was called. Thank you very much for listening. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Oh, it's like amazing. It's, it's just went quiet. It's as if the sea faded itself out. It? I mean, it would have been pretty professional if I hadn't then commented yeah. over it. God is like, yeah, I very often, I very rarely do divine intervention, David. You know, the amount of natural disasters I've just let happen. But I calmed the sea for you, and you've just ruined it. It's really, oh, he's back in now. He's annoyed. I've annoyed God. Right, let's try again. See if we can have a nice atmospheric end. Until tomorrow, thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. <laughs> Just the fact that I said goodbye and then <laughs> there's a bit of sea ambience and then you suddenly go, so you say you're allergic to dairy. Little fun fact for you, everybody. Ellie is allergic to dairy. And why are you allergic to dairy, Ellie? Because I didn't eat enough cheese or drink enough milk when I was in Tanzania and I seem to have lost the tolerance. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, we're definitely leaving now. Goodbye. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs> See you tomorrow. Goodbye. I didn't know that had happened to your body. <laughs> I didn't know that had happened to your body if you didn't eat something for a while.